Hi everybody, welcome to Self-Improvement. My name is Vivian Tran. Today's guest, we have Nicholas Doe. Nicholas is the creator of Quantum Movie. He is here to share with us some information about Quantum Movie, what is Quantum Movie, and how you could use Quantum Movie to change your life. Thank you, Nicholas, for being here with us today. Thank you for having me here. Nicholas is a very special person for me. I reached out to Nicholas with his uh, quantum movie for my healing journey. Nicholas has helped me so much with the movie, I Am Heal. Nicholas, can you tell me a little bit about your past and how you come across and got to do what you love now, quantum movie? Sure. My name is Nicolas Do. I was born in France. Uh, my parents are Vietnamese. And I lived there for about 16 years. And then I came to America at 16. And I started my journey in uh, the American dream, pretty much. You know, we have always had that dream, one dream as, as a teenager. Mine was to come to America and try to make it. Because my parents were, were poor, no money. So I figured that the only way for me to, to be different is to make money on my own. And the only way I found possible was going to America. Because at 16... It was the only place that allowed you to work at 16. In France, it's 18. So I really saw the opportunity there when my dad actually got to go to, to America because my parents got divorced. So my dad came and moved to, with my, um, my grandmother. And this is how I ended up coming to America and living with my dad and my grandmother. But at 16, I just decided to leave because I was not happy where they were. And I was ready to live on my own. So I, re I started working right away. Like... Uh, I think a month after I got the plane, I was able to get a job in a warehouse and I was happy because I was starting making money already. And I started that way, but um, my parents were told me to go to college. So I went and uh, I liked computer engineering. So I went for computers. By that time, I didn't really know what I wanted. It seemed like a, a right career because you make a lot of money and I like computers, so why not? Because I feel like everybody as a teenager, we don't know what we want. We just go for what, you know, what makes the most money or what our parents tell us to do. So I went for computers. But four years later, I couldn't get a job because like I was on my own already. So I had to actually work while going to school. So I couldn't get an internship to actually work for a big company. So after college, I was out of job. So I was like, what can I do? And all I knew was doing nails, which is like, something that um, every Vietnamese do in America, I, I, I feels like, you know? So I was uh, fortunate to have this, this outlet to actually do nails while going to school. So I learned the industry. And uh, so after college, I was like, oh, I know it's nails. So how about open a nail salon? So that was my first business as an entrepreneur because I hate actually doing nails, doing it, I hate it. But being an entrepreneur was like, hey, this is different. I can do what I want and be my own boss and have people work for me. So it was a good idea and I, I loved it. And I really used my energy and everything to, to, uh, to make this business successful. And this has started the journey of um, my, my first business was a nail salon. And after years and years, I opened more and more. And uh, I started doing different things too with uh, everything related to the beauty industry. I did also some construction for remodeling nail salon or building a new nail salon because people actually liked the way my son was designed and, and structured, so they were interested. So I started doing that for on the side and uh, it was fun. So everything I did was about 
about 15 years in the beauty industry until we decided to like, to like make it bigger. Was the next step was to open a beauty school because the idea was awesome was I'm going to train those students just the way I want it so that they can come and work for me in my nail salon. So the idea was perfect, but I didn't think far enough. Like, okay, this is actually a school. It's not a nail salon. It operates differently. So I didn't know that. So the story was when it came to inspect us the first day, the lady that inspected us told us, you guys know that you guys will make no money for three years, right? I was like, why, why, why is that? So she told us that a school, for, in order for a school to make money, you have to have financial aid, which takes about three years to, to get with the application. And we didn't know that. So the first three years, we actually like put all money out into the school and try to keep it up float. But after three years, it's like we had to sell it and, and everything was just coming down. But um, it was a good thing that actually happened because uh, I was never happy going to the nail industry or beauty industry. I just got dragged into it because I had no other ways or to make money. So, but after doing it for 15 years and the school going down, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity again for me to, to change who I am again. Because I did it once before coming from France to America. I became a, uh, an American person. I was a French boy, a Vietnamese French boy. Now I come to America, I try to fit in, I try to be an American boy, an American Vietnamese boy. So it was always trying to adapt and fit in. And I feel it was hard. That's why I feel also after 20 years being in Ohio, I started to not fit in with the people there no more. I started to be depressed and I started to feel the same way I felt when I left France, when I felt those feelings of I'm at the bottom again, you know, it's time to change because you just feel those, you're doing the right thing, but you're not happy. You just don't feel happy. So I just decided to, to change over, you know, I just come to California, but this time focus on what I want to do, you know, and really focus all the energy that before I invested in um, businesses, use that energy instead on myself this time to self-develop myself and really find who I am, what I like to do, what I love, and just try everything I always wanted to try as a kid. And I did. I came here. I developed money to, to, to last me for a year so that money wasn't an issue for rent and anything else. I was, I was okay because I, I figured that if I don't have to worry about rent and, and all the payments, I'm fine. So that's what I did. And I came and I just started doing everything that I really wanted to do. I started doing yoga, reading books. I hated books because I was always not good in school. But with the invention of audibles, you can just listen to a book, change everything, you know. With that, I started trying it and I liked it. And I started reading one book and each week started reading a new book because they always say, Leaders are readers. So I was like, okay, if, if those leaders are reading books, there's a reason why. I'm going to start doing it now. I'm on the bottom right now. Why not change everything and change it for the better? So I started reading books, learning about all those things. And it's been this process now between two years of really de developing myself to the better version of myself, be who I can be, but also helping others understand that it's possible to change, that we know we're not stuck in one spot. If we are stuck, it means that there's nowhere our soul wants to be. We just gotta understand that and just take that as a sign and just, okay, let's change our life again and be happy because we can all be happy. It's not our birthright. But sometimes with the distraction and everything that's fed to us, we forget what we actually wanna do. And 
I got fortunate that I had failed businesses to make me realize that to really change my life around. And now what I'm doing is just using what I like to do, which is making videos, which I never knew I was good at. Until reading those, those books, they always tell you to find your passion, right? I never knew what my passion was. So I started trying different things and I just saw that video was, was something that I enjoy. Always love watching movies as a kid and it was always my passion as a kid, but I kind of forgot about that. That I love movies. And now I'm like, okay, I'm back into it. I just I just feel that joy again, like as a kid, you know, watching those movies for the first time and being happy. And this is why my passion is now is to make videos that can uh, give people emotions and um, take them to a different journey and also by changing their mindset and helping them get better instead. So sending videos actually good for you, good brainwashing instead of feeding the news, the bad news, the negativity and bad things that we don't need, right? So why not feed the online good things? And this is my, my life now, just making videos that way and sharing what I can do. What is quantum movie and how do you make them? Quantum movie is a tool that is designed to uh, help you visualize uh, your future or your, um, the vision of your future and also change the way you are by feeding you affirmation and things that you actually want to achieve. So it's like a vision board, but like with visual instead. And uh, by combining all those elements, it makes you um, see your future better. It's more tangible so you actually know what you want. So it helps you achieve them faster and give you a, a reminder of, of what the goals are. And I, re I learned from, um, from a book from Dr. Joe Dispenza. In there, it talks about my movies. And this is what I started using for myself. I started using my movie for myself because I really love the concept. And I was like trying to experiment it on myself, seeing if this thing works. Because I, I was skeptical in the beginning, like everything else. I was like, let me try it. Let's see if it works. And I did it. And seeing the benefit in, in the my movie that I created, I realized that if it worked for me, I'm pretty sure more people can enjoy it and also help them. So I put on YouTube and people actually liked it. And uh, I still continue doing that now, just making videos for them each time and uh, put on YouTube and help as many people as I can by just making uh, a mind movie, a quantum movie at a time. What made you create quantum movie? I created quantum movies after reading Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, learning about the concept of a mind movie which is the tool that helps you manifest your, your dream future. Because at that point, after coming to California, I was, I was in the beginning, pretty much I was a student. I was like, hey, let me start my life over. And, and it was the perfect timing for this, this tool to come out. It's like something that's gonna help me actually map what, what my new, new version is gonna be. So I, I use it to my benefit and say, okay. And it, it actually helped me to actually map it to where I wanted to live or the, the, the emotion I want to change. And it worked. I really feel different after two years. I can tell you I'm a different person because in the book, it also said that we change all the time. Our body is never the same. Each, each year we're a new person. Every cell changes. So as long as you repeat in your mind and believe it, the cells that you believe in are going to change as well. are going to change who you are, change your habits, change your beliefs. All of those are changeable. And I know that it works because I've, I've done it. A lot of people have done it with Dr. Joe, his, all his students. There's so many, so many testimonials about success stories about people changing completely, right? And healing from, from like injuries or healing from different, from, from, from illnesses. It's all in the mind. 
And that is what I really, after reading his book, it really got me to, um, to really dig deep into the, the science of the mind because I was so fascinated into that, that we all make our life difficult by just thinking the wrong things. And just by rewinding the way we think, we can just be happy. But we need a tool for that. And I felt that Quantum Movie was the tool for this, that there was nothing out really. So I felt like it was my purpose to try to make this project come to life. Also, like we grew up, you know, like I did in the 90s and I love MTV, you know, like this music videos. I love watching those over and over. It was good. It was short. It had a story and the music was there. And I remember those still, you know, if I just put the song on, I remember the footages in the, in the music video. It actually works, you know. Mm. And, it's like, and this is why I'm trying to take that aspect of MTV music videos and make it newer now because people don't even make music videos like they used to. I feel like people don't watch those no more. Thing has changed, right? Mm. The people are our generation still like those, I feel. And, and watching something like that can take us back to those happy moments, happy mm. feeling from being a teenager watching those, those, movies, those, those music videos. So I feel like you're going to help also elevate your, uh, your state. Every creator has learned from somebody at first. Who was the teacher figure for you? Um, let's see. Well, we like um, Jason Silva. I don't know if you heard of him. He actually makes videos um, and he talks on camera. He, the message that he delivers and the way he was doing his videos really inspired me. So I actually saw him be before, well, right after I started making my movie, there was an event and I got to uh, see him talk and, and I was like, hey, this is awesome. I really like what he does and he really inspired me to make videos the same way that inspires, that make people question. And uh, yeah, so that was one of them. That, that create that kind of movie that I like, yeah. I noticed I Am Rich, the original one. Is there yeah. a reason why you changed the second one? Did you? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, that one was actually a request. Somebody uh, wanted to use that song. It was like some uh, customer from France. And he loved that song. So I was like, well, can you put that song in there? So in the beginning, I, it was not really my type of music too. But I was like, yeah, I can make it work. That's why I got a, a comment after that. People telling me that, hey, I don't like those song too. So later on, I decided to put a different song in there and change a little bit of different things to make it more like, you know, what I liked instead. So I changed some images. But the first one, original one was mostly made for a client that wanted kind of like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really creating an app that is gonna create the same exact type of video that I have on YouTube because I feel like this is what people like already. So why change it? So it's gonna be the same thing. But easier, you can be able to like find exactly the clip you want and just put together the music in a sync too. And also put your own music if you like to. But all the music that I already put on my YouTube, I have a license for it. So they will be available on the app as well. And uh, you can also upload your own music if you need to. But that's, a, that, that's the beauty of it. And really, I want to make this like the best app possible. So everybody can, can talk about it and tell me exactly what they want, what, what they want added. Because it was, we're seeing the beginning stage. So run is the best part. It's like we all together on this. So we can actually design it and have all everybody's ideas, you know, and we can vote on it, you know, whatever it is. Because the goal is way to have this go global, right? Everybody can use it in the world, a different language. And uh, so I need to hear from, hear from the community what language we need and go from there, you know. Where do you draw your inspiration from? Uh, it's my inspiration, it all depends. I mean, for the visual, I had filmmakers that I follow on, on YouTube. Actually, when I first started, I looked for 
for filmmaker on YouTube and I found something that I really like and he was younger too and I really like his story and his delivery of the message because he's real good but real humble and he just there to share what he learned and to with people and I really liked it and I took his course and I just learned like the basic um, camera thing and all the technique that he was explaining and applying myself and playing with it so this has started my journey in filmmaking and after that just watching different person people and working and uh now I'm looking into movies more. I'm looking at like the big cinema movies, how they actually do the scene and, and really analyzing that because I feel like it's my next step. And I want to make it even better. So we can always improve, you know? So this is what I'm doing now is looking for that, but also inspiration wise before the affirmation is for the book I read. When I hear a message or something that really can we connect with, I like to put it in there. And also I like to make, um, quantum movies for people that need, for example, healing, that have requests for, and I just make it for people like that way. So I like to do that as well. But inspiration-wise, it's pretty much from everyday life, my life and what I read, what I listen to, is gonna open up. Everything that connects to the soul, I'm gonna share that one, but not the, the bad one, you know? Describe your average viewer for us. Uh, average view, viewer, viewer? Um, I would say it's somebody that that really need help. I feel they they all uh, they all spiritual. I feel everybody's spiritual. They understand life, and uh, but there's something that bothers them. And I feel most of the time it's either a money issue that they want more money to make them happier, and buying things that you know they might think that makes them happier. Better house, love is a big one too. Health and uh, spirituality, that's, that's a basic one. But the, thing, the, the, the story is always the same, it's the same, we all connected. Every time you, I create a new one for a client, I can see that I can actually use it for myself too, you know? It's, it's magical. That's why I feel the app's gonna be awesome too because once you create a mind movie for yourself and you upload to our website, to a community, you're gonna help other people as well and they're gonna do the same thing. So it's gonna be like, you're helping you, but helping the other person as well, you know? So it's, it's magical. And it's going to repeat itself because we're only going to have good things in the app. There's no negativity. So it's going to be hard to create something negative and put it out there. So most of this will be positive. And this is the goal is to just put positivity out in this format for people to, to watch and learn and, and change. Get information. Everybody's different. That's what we shouldn't judge how we, we get the information, you know? Get me to reading, to listening, to talking to somebody. As long as you get the message, that's what matters. Get mm. the concept and, and, and get that aha moment, right? Ah, I get it. That's the best part. Life is all about those. There's so many of those aha moments. But mm. a lot of time, we don't know. Mm. But the, when it's there, we start to find one. There's more, you know, like books that I read, for example, I do have different authors that I like. But each of them is like related. It's still the same kind of... Um, a subject and uh, yeah you have to really expand you know spend your, your, your knowledge because there's so many people out there that know so much and they make books and it's, it's for us to read mm. and that way you just get all that, that knowledge in, in like a week instead of a, a 10 years you know so mm. after knowing that about books i'm like hey i'm gonna read everybody that i like everybody's successful mm. and just copy everything they do and this is what i've been doing mm. a lot of modeling you know like modeling people that do things and try for yourself like morning habits try the one that you like the one that resonate with you and just try for one month that's what i always do give myself those uh, those challenges one month challenge i love those it's like 
one month, 30 days, do 100 push-up. And I do it. And after 30 days, it continues or you keep it. And giving those challenges pushes you to, uh, to try different things and, and grow. Because a lot of time we don't give it those, those challenges and we just stay where we are, right? So that's how we learned to, um, to develop myself and everybody can. We, we can always grow. Mm. We're too comfortable. Mm. And yeah. once you start to grow, it's never ending. Mm. Right? You just want to grow more, right? Do you have some example of quantum movie actually changing somebody's life? I have a guy that did his mind movie um, in the beginning. His name is Mason. He's on, he's on, the, on, my, on my channel. After maybe three months, he wanted me another one already because actually I accomplished some stuff in there. It was some big stuff too. He wanted to meet the billionaire which he met and uh, different like money deals that he wanted to get that was coming along. And he wanted to make another one. So I did. I made another one for him as well. And yeah, I, I did a, some couple for, so, for some people, like more than one. So I feel like I actually work for them, you know. But that's the one that I actually heard from. Uh, then there's you, then yeah, um, there's me too. Or the one that I made for myself, a lot of those came through. It's pretty interesting. Even if when I watch my first mind movie, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Like the place I live in right now is similar. It's crazy. Like the kitchen I have, the faucet, the bath, bathroom, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy how I actually manifested what I really wanted. And uh, it works for, for a lot of people. With the mind movie, it has helped me consciously because when the alarm ring, mm-hmm. I was able to get up, which, you know, I'm not a morning person before as well. And I was able to get up at three, four, and I actually enjoy doing the meditation as well. I, don't, I wasn't doing it for the sake of it. With your mind movie, when a client's come to you for getting, you know, videos done, um, what other sort of step that they, you know, do they give you the affirmation or do you help them the process? Usually they give me the affirmations and then um, they tell me what they like to, a similar what their, their vision is. That way I know what they want. I can try to find the images for that. Yeah. And then sometimes the music too. Sometimes people really have a song they love. So that's why I also like to get this. If they have a song they like, it's, it's better. That way I can actually use the song as a base and find the footages and make it flow a little easier. Because um, it's important for the music. In the music, we had to flow well with the images and everything else. But um, mostly it's the affirmation that I need and then what is that they want. And when I have those ideas, I can just create one for them. Mm-hmm. The app will make it easier. The app will have categories already, so you can just click on the categories you need and just pick your own that way. And the app, we're going we're gonna to make it so easy that, um, you know, a 60-year-old person that knows his computer can actually do it. You know, three easy steps, you know. That's why I want to do it. User-friendly that anybody can, can make their own mind movie as mm-hmm. easy as possible. So we can do it on the laptop computer or on our phone, iPad, any device that we can create our own. Yeah. First, it will be probably depending on, on, on how much, I mean, how the funding works out, but uh, we'll get the, the, the one for the computer first, for the, a web base. Mm-hmm. But the goal is to have it on anything, you know, that you can use the iPad or iPhone, Android, and just create your own movie from there. And the, the site will have also a free one. So it's going to be like uh, all the one that's already on YouTube. People can just go on there and watch them too. It's going to be a good app. I'm excited. Any plan for the future of Quantum Movie? Like I think it's, it's pretty limitless. It's going to go far until 
I don't know how halfway is going to go, but uh, I just know it's going to do good. And uh, I'm just still going to do until I'm, I'm stopped being passionate about, which I feel, I feel like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Good. But I think the next step, though, I think is going to be like making a movie. I always want to make a movie, like I told you before. So something similar, but, but in a larger scale, like a movie that's going to impact people that maybe let them understand what life is about and make it inspiring. So that'd be, that'd be the next step, I feel, too. Like a quantum real movie. I think I always trust what the universe gives me, like everybody that contacts me. I don't question it. Something good for, you know, to create something good for, for mankind. And What is it like for you when you're creating this movie? I'm in a happy state. I'm, I'm in bliss. I'm in flow state. This is the, 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 the state we all want to be. The state of flow is when time just flies. It just melts away. You don't mean know what time it is. When I do one, I just do it and I watch the clock, it's, it's been four hours and I'm happy. After I'm done too, I'm happy. The, 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 the state stays there. That's why you know you're in, a, in, a, in doing something you're passionate about and when you're in flow state. And this is what people have to do. When people say, you know, what's your passion? You don't know. You got to see everything you do that gave you that feeling, that makes you just do it all the time without complaining about it. That is your thing. And you just, Find that and just make it better. And this is how you find your passion. I didn't know what it was before until I started making videos. I was just stuck doing it and happy doing it. But yeah, everything takes time to learn though. But you will have to find the one thing that gives you that, that joyful feeling. And this is how you know, my movies or creating my movies make me feel. Is there any kind of movie or any idea that you love to um, release, but you haven't had or you haven't been able to um, do just yet? Yeah, I feel like right now, the past couple of years, I create a lot of, um, I mean, movies for, for, for adults, right? And now I want to really focus on the children, you know, like, you know, like all the things that we go through, because when we start to train the children's mind at an early age, this is how going to make them go to be, become a better person. So I really want to focus now on starting early and try to make, you know, mind movies or quantum movies that are actually going to be enjoyable for kids to watch and help them train their mind and just make them realize that they are perfectly where they are, right? But they don't have to change anything. If there's something's wrong with them, it's nothing wrong with them. It's just that they haven't learned the right way or, or it's life. And this is what I want to do now is really focus on kids. This is what the next step will be. We want to see more mind movies, quantum movies for kids. Everybody has a different life, different purpose, you know. People are meant to be in school, to be smart, to be a doctor. Some are meant to be an artist and share the gift with the word and sharing the same message, helping others somehow, you know. And just finding that, that one thing that that person needs, that kid needs. But it's hard because everybody don't know. But if we start young, we can find that. That's why all the, the people that are successful, they started young. They find something they really love doing and just kept at it, you know, kept at it and just became good at it. And this is how they became successful. Channeling that energy into something good that they actually enjoy doing. I think it's the goal is to f help the kid find that, you know, but it's really let them experiment and not judge them and just accept them for who they are and that everybody go differently. But what promotions channels do you use? Do you have any social media account? So we're on YouTube right now and uh, Instagram. Hashtag is quantum movies. We also have TikTok now, but I don't, I don't really have to use it yet, but it's coming along and uh, sort of spread the message in there too. But I feel like I got a, 
reformat the videos to make it look more appealing because I try to just recycle my movies and put on TikTok, but I don't really like it. I feel like it doesn't really, you know, show the real meaning of the my movies that way. So we don't want to try to find a different way to to make it better. So that's still going to happen. Uh, Facebook, we have a page there too, and we'll probably do the forum too, the community there. And that's that's just, that's that's about it for now. Did Quantum Movie affects your life? Uh, yeah, Quantum Movie affects my life in 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 a lot of ways, in good ways and bad ways. The bad ways was actually, well, I saw the the silver lining in in, in it because I broke my arm, right and and I broke it after I made a movie on healing because I it was interesting. But I couldn't relate with pain before for people that are suffering, that get injuries. I was just like, it's okay, it doesn't hurt. Because I didn't couldn't know. I didn't know. I didn't have anything to compare it to. And after making it after a week, I really I feel like I manifested getting hurt. Like the universe told me, okay, fine, here, you're gonna get hurt. That way you're gonna <laughs> you'll be able to relate with those people. And when I got hurt, I actually saw the sign. I didn't complain. I was just like, why this is what it is and really try to get everything going without complaining because i can't do anything it's gonna it's gonna heal but i understand it's gonna heal but it's gonna take time it's gonna hurt and like i put in the movie was it was interesting like healing is an art you know it takes time patience and love and i really used that movie for myself to heal in the process it helped me and it was it was interesting that, that i created that movie a week before and I can use it, you know. So it was, it was, it was interesting, and it helped me. And after that, it's been uh, what six weeks since this happened, and um, it's feeling good. I mean, I have a uh, motion; it's coming along, and uh, I feel like it's coming back. It's, it's healing, not not pain, not too bad, but it's just being positive and not complaining. And I didn't take medicine either. I wouldn't want to do it without taking some medicine because I. I didn't want to mess with my mind and my brain and make me depressed from taking pain medicine. Because I felt like if we can control our pain is that no pain medicine, then we don't need it. So then we'd be fine no matter what happened. You know, unless it hurt real bad, which I did in the beginning, the first couple of days, I did take something because it was the most painful thing after surgery. But I managed, you know, I was by myself too, just my dog and me, and I managed to, to take care of myself and just be calm and just live life and just take one day at a time. I was always thinking to myself, okay, tomorrow's gonna hurt, but let's see, we can make it to the day. That's it, every day was like that. And I tried to go a bit early so that the day goes by quicker. And I did that for the first week. And uh, yeah, now, so six weeks later, back to normal. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel like everybody can hear. We just gotta think that we can heal. If I was thinking differently, like, ah, oh, I'm the victim, I'm always hurt. You know, then I'll probably still be hurting right now, right? And not and be negative and unhappy. Mm -hmm. But instead of that, I'm happy. I found the good things in it, you know? And this is what I'm supposed to do. It's always a learning lesson from the universe, from God. It's like, you, you're not invincible. You can still get hurt and live life. It really makes you connect when you get hurt too, to be more present. Because before you had all this thing you're doing, but once you get hurt, you get hurt. You're just stuck. Everything stops. Man, your life changes a little bit there because everything has to change and make you realize that life is, is limitless. I mean, it's limited, you know? And we really have to enjoy our life here and not complain or, or live in our, our life in the future or the past because things can happen, you know? That could have been worse. That could have been gone, maybe. I don't know. So we don't enjoy every day as is the last day pretty much because you don't know. 
And now I feel grateful that this happened to really teach me that, you know, even it was a bad thing they broke, I learned something. And I'm not going to break anything else now. I'm good. <laughs> Got the lesson, you know? That's the main thing that people in any situations, um, we need to see it in a different view. We need to be positive about it. And once we be positive, our mind think different and it shift us. Yes. And we don't feel as sad or depressed yeah, as if we... Yeah, it's the thinking that makes the emotion, right? Yeah, they said so, it's all started from the brain and how powerful yeah. it is. And it's not something that's only spiritual, but even psychologists, they look into that as well. And people need to do their research more because there's a lot of like, you know, like work that they do scan now that they can see the different when people meditate or when people yeah. think happy or positive. A lot of your mind movie, it makes people feel happier. There was, you were saying before, we're not invincible. You created, I am invincible. So how did you got that concept? That one actually came from another client. It was her mind movie and uh, she wanted to heal. This is why I, I felt at the end, actually I added that one, I am invincible. But the funny part too was after I added that, she told me that it was one of her affirmations that she wanted to add to. She didn't put it in there. It was perfect. And it was just there. It was just, it just made sense, you know, because we, we are invincible. We can heal ourselves, you know. Every time I see a problem that I need to change for myself or others, you know, I want to make one. Like, like for example, I made one for smoking cigarette. I don't smoke cigarette. But I know it's a bad thing and, and it's a habit that can be broken. So I made a video for that so people can stop smoking to help them, you know. Uh, one for uh, people that eat food too much. So I made one for that. Mm. Food addiction, you know. So there's a cure for that. Because we have so many things in the world that, that limit us or that make us feel sad or bad. But it's all about the mind. So just changing our mind can solve all those issues, I feel, you know. So it's nice just finding the, the problems and try to make a video for it and see if that helps or not. I mean, it might not help for everybody. It's not a magic pill, it's not a magic uh, video, but you might put a seed somewhere and change your mind a little bit. That's what you can do. Today, you have to put action into it. The mind movie works with the subconscious mind. That's what it does. While you're watching the mind movie, it helps you to be able to achieve your goal. You actually go out there and be able to do the task. Can you explain a little bit more? Because for me, I could understand that I can't just watch the mind movie and lie in my bed and do nothing. I watch it and it motivates me to be able, when the alarm ring, I can get up and then it motivates me to do different things. So a lot of things I do, it does relate back to the mind movie, but the mind movie, it's not um, appeal. Like you said, it's not appeal and you can't just do it and then lie in bed and just watch YouTube all day and expect your life to change. It helps you to be able to motivate you and get you up and do things. So can you explain yes. a little bit more the concept behind it and how it has helped you? So pretty much how I saw it is was um, to putting the thing you want, but also put the thing you're not good at uh, or you are bad at or you want to change that are not good. Because it's really to know yourself first, really. To uh, We all know what, what good we are, what things we're good at and things we're bad at that we need to change. So the, the, the quantum movie helps you do that. It's just putting, you know, addressing those, those, those areas that are lacking and just showing you in that video that, hey, this is our dream. This is what we're supposed to be like, not, not what we are right now. And by watching every day, it's going to help you decide that, hey, we need to change this, you know? So it's really to give you that, that map of the future, the vision of the future, that sometimes we forget what it is. 
we take our flaws, right? Sometimes we don't want to acknowledge that we, we're not good at something. We think we're good at everything, right? But it's weird to understand that nobody's good at everything. Everything mm-hmm. takes time to learn. Mm-hmm. And just to, to, to think that way now, everything we're not good at it, we can be good at it. We just got to take time. Like I learned too many things that I was not good at before that I could never do before. You know, I learned how to sing. And I can sing a little bit. I can hold a tune. Because before, everybody wants to do karaoke and I suck at singing. I can never sing. So I was like, let me change this. Let me learn how to sing. And it was good. It have actually helped me be more happy and joyful because singing is a good act of doing. And I didn't do that before because of my, my language. I could never sing in English because it was never in tune or never sounded right. But now I don't care because I know that everything can be learned. And I did. I started start taking classes every week and getting better at it. And it's going to improve. But it's that thing. It's learning that, I mean, to know that we can learn everything that we're not good at, you know, and just doing it. The mime, like that's why movies and videos been such an impacting medium since it came out. We realized that, you know, in music and everything, it get us to focus and to get distracted from the ego. And this is when you get all those stuff in subconscious and you're learning and you're just absorbing because you just hypnotize pretty much. And that's why it works so well because of the time you have too much distraction. This is how we're gonna, you can learn the thing we want, you know. For the Your Mind movie, do you have an options where you would go out to the company and film them and add into the Mind movie? And if so, how does that work with the Mind movie? Do you think that will be a lot more stronger? And have you done that before? Uh, yeah, this is uh, an option that can be done. It's uh, adding the company, the CEO, and also the employees in the Mind movie itself so that people can actually see it and then also changing things around and seeing the goals that need to be attained. For example, we need to reach 5 million, right? We just put 5 million and have people celebrating like they actually already got that deal and just good music and just have them watch that every day. Yeah, people actually manifested the deal and got what they wanted by just training the mind that, hey, we already got it. And it pushes people to actually get that goal, you know? So it's doable to just put people in the mind movies you have a client that come to you twice. Um, he's a business person and with his goal, he has achieved. Can you talk a little bit about that particular two mind movie that you did and what sort of um, things that he was asking for that he achieved in the mind movie? Okay. So he's a business person that is a American guy that lives in China now. And uh, he really wanted to uh, meet a billionaire and be around billionaires. And uh, so he made a first my movie about that and also the things that he wanted, he wanted to change. And within three months, he contacted me saying that a few of those things actually happened. He actually made a billionaire, and having some deals that's gonna be happening soon. And we did a, done a my movie for him to, um, to make some, some new ones. And uh, so yeah, he actually worked for him and he sent me pictures too. I have pictures that he sent me about the person he met and he was very excited about that happening so fast, you know? And that's why it is, is the mind believes it, you're gonna get it fast, but you gotta feel it too. For someone who never meditate before, how would you describe meditation to them? And what benefit did you found for meditations within the last few years? Does it improve concentrations, focus, inner peace? What's other thing that you can see, like compared to the life before that you had was really busy? Yeah, I used to have a, a busy life. I used to, to be an entrepreneur with like three salons and a beauty school. I had to manage at the same time. 
and employees and all that stuff. So I, I've been stressed for, well, was stressed for 15 years doing the industry, beauty industry. So after I got out of there, I really wanted to change everything about being stressed. So I read meditation was a good thing. So I tried it. And the thing with meditation was it really helped me control my mind and my thoughts because before my thoughts were everywhere, just like thinking of one thing and another second later. So being able to meditate helped me to, to see my thoughts calm and just let them go. But before I couldn't do that, but now I can actually do it. It takes practice like everything else. I remember the first time meditating, I, I couldn't do it for one minute. That's it. But I tried more and more. The really I was doing was um, finding those hacks that would make it easier. So I would lock myself in the closet and just be pitch black and put headset on, mask on still, and just sit there. And uh, I keep doing it, but it, it worked. Just having like beats, binary beats that help me stay focused, just doing it. But it, meditation is the number one thing to do because we think too much that, and we shouldn't think. Because when we think is always unnecessary thoughts that doesn't matter anyway. So I'm still working on it, but I'm getting much better at acknowledging those thoughts and let them go. But it's still a process. Nobody's perfect yet, but with practice, you can be much better than how you were. It's guaranteed that if you do meditation for a year, your life's going to change guaranteed. There's no chance that it doesn't change. It's, it's 100% guaranteed, proven to. You meditate every day for a whole year, you'll be a different person. And I did, I was, I was like, let me test this out. And I can explain that, yeah, I can, I can prove that, yeah, I'm a completely different person. If you ask my friend that knows me before, they'd be like, yeah, this is, this is a different person, you know? Changing your mindset, control your, your thoughts, and this, this is the best thing. So when you first start, did you start um, with guided, silent, or did you just start straight with the um, binaural beat? Uh, so I've guided, because uh, uh, guided actually helped me like think less because mm -hmm. somebody's talking to your ear so you can follow what they're saying. So I think it got distracted. I started with um, this guy called, uh, his, his name is uh, Vishen Lakiani. He's a founder of um, a company called Mind Valley, which is a real good company that I really love. Like I really believe in the message. And after reading his book, he was an expert on meditation and his book really connected with me the way he explained everything. And I realized that, hey, I can meditate too. I can learn this thing. And um, this is how I started really it's with his meditation. It's called a six-phase meditation that I use for about a year every day. It's a 20-minute meditation. And I really love that meditation because it goes through six different phases of your life that you have to go through to, uh, in the meditation. And he just guides you through it easily. So the first one, I think, is comp um, compassion for yourself. You go through being compassionate for yourself. Second was about gratitude, gratitude for yourself and the things you already have. Third one's about forgiveness, forgiving the person that hurts you, that uh, or on an event that, that that hurts you as well. Just let him go because he's already gone, he's already passed, so let it go. So forgiveness, and after that, there's um, a phase about visual, uh, visualizing your your perfect day. How will perfect day look like? Because sometimes we don't we, we know what our day is, but we do, we 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 don't know the perfect day is. So by imagining the perfect day, you're actually gonna have the perfect day. Because you're already in an elevated state, so you're happy. So then you think of your day, 
It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this and that. And it's too in happy state. So you're going to be happy and, and, and focus on what your day is going to be. And also there's one about the three, three years visualization. What do you see yourself in three years? How do you look like? What you're doing? Where you're living? And seeing that. So it's important for us to have this vision of, of the future. That way we can, we can map it. We can, we can create it, right? So three years and uh, one day, and then the last phase is about a blessing. So after you've done your meditation, it's a blessing about everything, bless your body and, and send out blessing for everybody. And this is the meditation. It takes 20 minutes. It's awesome. I did it for like a year and it really changed my, my meditation habit. Now I don't need to be do guided no more. I can do it by myself and just be silent. And I can just stay there and I can, I have that feeling. I just know that meditation feeling and when I enter it, I just I can just sit there for an hour, you know, hour or two sometimes. When you first meditate, how long, like if you were doing it daily, how long, like is it weeks or months before you was able to sit for 20 minutes? Because for some people, even like you said, one minute, five minutes, it's very, very hard for them. And they try for a week or a few times and they give up. Well, it's really finding the, the, the way that helps you and not judging your meditation habit. If, you know, everything takes time, right? Like a bicycle, you can just ride a bike in one day, right? So just the same thing. Meditate, maybe it takes you one minute, two minutes, five minutes, and then the next week's one minute again. As long as you just sit down and try, I feel this is the thing, the discipline. Three, four, one month, do that, give yourself a challenge. Let me meditate one month and see the improvement in my life. Because when you see the change, you're going to want to do it more. You're going to want to keep the habit. This what happened to me. After one month, I was like, hey, I feel good. I love the feeling. How can I get this feeling again? This is why actually I, I went and did yoga because meditation felt so good. And I was like, oh, when I do yoga, after yoga, I feel the same way. And after yoga, I can meditate even better because what yoga did was really make my body tired and my mind calm. And once I was done with yoga, I, just, I was so relaxed. And then I had the best meditation. My first day in yoga, this is why I decided to... Um, to do yoga every day and to actually become an instructor. After just doing yoga for about like, I think a month, I already, I already knew that I want to become an instructor. One was to learn about yoga because it was still a new thing for me. And also the second thing was to teach people. And also because I saw how, how when you're in yoga class, you can give out some, um, some advice or some uh, tips and because you're doing yoga, you're so, so, so um, receptive to those thoughts. And this is what I like about good instructors in yoga. They really feed you those little seeds of spirituality and, and you're good and all that stuff. And I felt like it was the best, best practice for me to share my, my, my word at that time. So I became an instructor and I, now I can actually teach yoga. So you were saying that you did silent and the guided. Um, now you do, do you still do both now? And what's other different you find when you do the guided and the silent one? Silent one, I feel like I, I connect more with myself, with my, uh, the thoughts and the ideas that I'm trying to work on right now and uh, really focus on, on that. And um, the guided is always... It's, I know what to expect with the guided, I feel. It's like, it's going to take me somewhere and I'm going to be there. But, uh, but with the silence, it's always different. And um, I don't know. I feel both. Are, I still use both, you know, depending which one. But uh, I go back and forth. Also, like Dr. Joe Dispenza 
meditation, you know, they, they, they're really good too. So I, I, there's so many out there, you know, we just, because I get bored too sometimes after doing the same thing over and over, but um, with all the things that's out there, there's so many we can try. But silence is the easiest one because you don't need anything. You just sit down and do it, you know. Also the walking meditation when I just walk outside. With the walking one, I want to talk a little bit more about it because people don't understand a lot about the walking meditation. How can you meditate when you your eyes are open? Can you explain a little bit in your view how you do your own walking meditations and how is it different than before when you just do you know, a relaxing walk and a walking meditation, the differences that you find for yourself? I think before relaxing walk is just walking and still being in your head, you know, be still with you outside. But now with walking meditation is it's just really just walking but observing everything and listening to everything at the same time. It's not my point where before I didn't get it, like how people were saying, like, just sit and just listen and listen to the birds and listen to the trees. I was like, oh, I don't get it, you know. But now I actually get it. Like when I go out, I can actually hear the bird you know, singing, uh, pay attention to those things is like, uh, it's different. And this is how more combination is for me, just to, to be aware, but and present and just walking and acknowledging everything that happened, but let it go. So it's like, a, that's what you see. You like to see a car pass by. Yeah, it's a nice car. The touch comes in, but just let it go. I'm not going to think about the car anymore. It's gone. And same thing with everything around. I'm just walking like, oh, Instead of just finding, looking at that thing and just going that thought and just, and just thinking more about that thing, you know? So it's really learning to let it go that way. And you know, I couldn't do it before. I feel like walking meditation is easier now after that. I know how to meditate like silently or with my eyes closed. Walking became easier. The main thing I always say with the meditation for a lot of people is discipline and commitment. Is that the same for you as well? Yes, this is right. <laughs> you got to do both because you don't, you don't commit it, you know, you know, get out of it because it's so hard. Meditation is the hardest thing is to be at peace with the mind when the, the monkey brain is just going crazy all the time, right? How can you shut up the monkey? So it's meditation. It's just the monkey always going to be there. The ego is always going to be there. But it's knowing that it's there and just knowing that, hey, let me sit here and meditate. And then when I'm done, I just go back to what I'm supposed to do. And and just trying it though, right? Just putting the work in. Like Dr. Joseph, you got to put the work in to see results, you know? Can you explain a little bit about BioNeuroBeat and how that helps you and what it is? It's pretty much what it is. is uh, our mind is all frequency and vibration. So what binary beats does is uh, it connects to your alpha state or beta, uh, theta state, whichever binary you listen to, it matches the beat of when you are meditating so that's just, it's matching the beat pretty much. So let's say to be meditating perfectly, I mean, like in the meditating strengths, you have to be in alpha state of mind. So you listen to alpha beats, binary beats, it's gonna, your ear is gonna hear the beat already. So then your brain gonna start to, to match that wave. And once you match it, you'll be in alpha wave brain, which is then you'll be, uh, it'd be easier for you to meditate. Because most of the time you don't listen to those binary beats, you try to get to the alpha state wave way uh, length. You don't know what it is. You should like try to figure it out. But if you have it in your mind, I mean, you in your ears, then it can match easier that way. Because I really find it easier for me to do that. Like I just, I could just put it on. I just go into a trance. It just like take me somewhere. Just 
because I'm just matching with the brainwave, I'm gone. So that helps a lot. I started with that too in the beginning, a lot of that. Do you find that's quite different than what people call frequency, like a number frequency, five to eight, four, seven, HZ and stuff like that? It's, 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 it's not the same. I feel it's just depending how, how they mix the, the wavelength to it. Some people add music to it. Some is just the beat itself, you know. I was using this thing, which is alpha, alpha brainwave, just like make one sound, you know. One thing I did too, I remember, was um, I learned through uh, Mind Valley. Uh, there was an event in, in LA and they had a um, Dr. Silva. I don't know who you know who he is, but he's like um, a, a guy on uh, meditation and hypno, hyp hypnosis. So we did a class like that. It was a workshop and and we did this um, this meditation. That actually, it was actually a, a brainwashing. It brainwashed us to be able to meditate or, or, calm, um, or be relaxed in three seconds. And I think I, I can still do that. I just count in your head backward three, two, one, and you can just go to that state. So there's, there's so many different ways to train your mind to become a good meditator. And in the beginning, that's what I did. I just researched everything possible that will make it easier. And uh, I did that. So maybe that helps too, that I got brainwashed into being more relaxed and be able to meditate faster using this method, which is real famous. It came up in, in the seventies. It's called the Silva Methods. And uh, it's, be, it's been real popular and real famous about it. And I think there's some video online too on YouTube. They can listen to it and get that, that recording and that, that, that brainwash thing that they do. And the more you do it, the better it will get too. And I did that for in the beginning and it works. And people that did in the group too, it, it worked for them too. And it's powerful. People can meditate. They, they have to find different ways. You know, there's, there's so many different ways. Just try different things. Don't get like, you know, Stuck on trying one thing and say it doesn't work and give it up, you know. When I used to meditate um, before, I didn't concentrate on the heart chakra a lot. I didn't know a lot about it. But lately, since Dr. Joe work, I've opened up to other teachers, start to notice they all talk about the heart center. Even you said Tai Chi is about the heart. If anyone who doesn't know much about it, how would they breathe or connect to the heart from your view when you do yours? Um, can you explain a little bit about it? For me, I, I try to like really feel the heartbeat. And this, I know that the heart is connected. And it's due to the breathing. When I start to like come down the breath and it's more in coherence. I actually have a tool too that I got before to, to help me practice was the, from the heart math. It was the, you connect with your phone and just actually um, show you the wave of your brain, of your heart and your breath. And I practiced with that for a little bit and I found that, that it was getting pretty even. And that's just how I, I knew that was in coherence in my heart. Because before I didn't really know, it was like, am I or not? It's hard to tell, but that too kind of like show me because I'm a visual person. So when I see it, it's like, okay, I'm good. So now uh, that's why I used to, that's why using it, I, I figured that that was good shows you that um, you're in coherence. Mm. I mean, uh, your heart and, and, and your breath is matching and, and your brain. So this is when you're in a good state, you're in alpha. And what does it mean by when you're in alpha? It's like, uh, it's a brainwave when you, you just relax. It's the brain where there's, there's no, you just even flow. It's just, it's an even breath, even flow, even brain wave. So it's just, it's a good state to be in. Because a lot of time we know in alpha, we're just like this. So it's just too, um, it's too hectic. It's, too, it's not even, your breath is shallow and your heart beats too fast. But when you're alpha, your breath slows down and you, your brain wave, it's just, just more like an even 
wave, you know, and this, uh, and when you go to the even, even, I mean, it goes from alpha, then it goes down to what was the next one, theta. The next one after that, which is even harder to get, is when you really meditate and you reconnect with source. Mm. That's with practice you get there. With the ADHD, you can do something for 100 days or 10 days, 30 days. How did you be able to discipline yourself? It's kind of to get there, but it's been, oh, I mean, it's been two years. And uh, I think after one year, actually 2020 is when I started to uh, give myself those goals in the year, first of the month, right? First of January. And I started to be more disciplined. I put on my board, okay, work out every day. Like, you know, this is what I put. And that's why I said, okay, let me do push-up for, for 30 days. And I started doing that. And that, that, that gave me the, the drive until I, I pushed myself more doing like cold showers. Like, let me do cold shower for 30 days, things like that, right? And from that point on, it's just like keep building up because all the books that I read is about discipline. And also one thing that I actually started doing uh, two years ago was um, I did yoga and Tai Chi. Tai Chi was the thing that really got me the discipline because doing Tai Chi, the first six to eight months i was doing the same thing i didn't get anything i don't, I don't understand what we were doing but after um i had to do a demonstration it was an anniversary event so the the, the seafood the master told me you're gonna do it so i was like oh crap so then it really pushed me to actually learn and understand what we were doing and because of that i actually got it and after that okay now i get it so now Everything takes time, you know, discipline, you know, this is what we got me to understand that we only learn once everything in one day, it takes time, repetition, that's how the mind works, you know, and by doing it more often and often and the mind and the body becomes one and understand that this is normal, this is good for us, let's continue. Mm. And I'm at a point now when I can't pick up anything new now and, and be stuck for 30 days for sure and try it out. Mm. It took me about a year and, and we'd be disciplined. But one thing with me was that um, I don't have kids. I don't have, I'm not married. It's a little easier because when I moved to California, it was just me and my dog, you know? So that's something that made it easier and faster. So if people have the chance to really isolate themselves and just be with themselves, I think it's the best way to, to learn about you and to grow, to really have all the distraction out of you and just really focus on what you want to do. And this is what I did. I really disconnected myself from everybody, everybody and TV, everything. And really just focused on what I wanted to learn. And this is why I feel that I really got, got where I'm at faster and understanding it better. Mm. Because I, you know, I really wanted to and no distraction. Mm. That's the thing, that was my path. So, cause I really analyzed my life cause I had so much stress before. So this time I was like, let me change it. Let me make it as stressless as possible. And this is what I did. So, and that works too. Mm. And this is how you, you, you manage to be happy is eliminate all the stressors in your life. And I did that one by one and, and now I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, there's no more stress. I'm just, I can be happy, I can be who I am and, and live my life. Before you got to where you are now, first started and when you changed your career, how did you keep a positive mind to be able to make the journey flow? Because you have to be, loving what you do like you said to be able to yes. create those wonderful movies it took, it took some time uh each movie took a while to make i, I wasn't sure yet i was just making them and um i was doing it with no expectation pretty much i was just doing it it was just i was enjoying it and just put it out there i didn't care that's why a lot of them 
had bad spelling because I suck at spelling and people would say something, but hey, this is just me. I just, I don't care about the spelling yet, but later on, I'm improve it. But this is why I didn't care. I, I created it, I put it out there because we are creators, right? But what is the point to create something and then you realize that you don't like it and not put it out there? You wasted the energy that you invested, that you, you were in full state probably, connected and created this piece of art, but then your ego came along, say, ah, oh, it's not good, and you, and you throw it away. When that piece of art could help somebody maybe, right? But then you throw it away and now you're helping nobody. So this is what I feel now. It's just like, I don't care what it is, I'm still gonna put it out. If it feels good to me, if I like it, I'm gonna watch it again and again, yeah. So I'm gonna put it out there. So I'm still gonna put stuff that I will watch. Not something that people will hate. I still have a, a kind of ego still, but this is me, perfectionist sometimes. And this, I want to put something that's good, that's is valuable. Because everybody's time is, is valuable. I don't, waste, I don't want to waste your time watching a movie that you didn't learn anything or didn't feel anything for, you know? So I'm trying my best to not cause that. I feel I've been pretty successful lately. Like, I mean, there's not that many thumbs down. This is how I know that people actually like what I do. You know, it's like, it's good. So. The support just came afterwards. I feel people know, they, they see what you do, why you do it, and uh, then they follow you from that. that my, my expectation was not to be famous on YouTube. I never thought that. When I started, it was uh, just to help people out and just put out my workout. And this is what I was doing with no expectation. And things just start happening. And it took two years to be where I'm at right now. So I was patient. I just kind of knew what I wanted to do, my goal, and I was just doing that going towards it somehow like i knew i was gonna make an app somehow someday but i didn't know how yet or what's gonna be in it until i started doing more of my movies and then realizing what people like people want it and now i know so now it's in the process before that i didn't know so just just gotta know <laughs> live your life with the end in mind this is what steve Jobs says this is what i try to do i read his quotes like this is interesting so this is the end goal, the app. So now it's going to work the way backward and try to figure out how to get there. Yeah, so it's, it's like people saying a delivery package. You go to Amazon, you order a package. You don't know how they're going to deliver it. You know it's going to come. So for mm-hmm. you, you know, you know you're going to have an app, but you don't know how things yes. are going to get there. I used to be impatient because we all like that. We have this condition. We want things right away. We, we just want it now. And we just, you know... And, and that's how it was before. But this time I changed really. It was like, okay, now, because they say you got to enjoy what you do. So I really wanted to, to not care about it and just not judge myself for doing or not and just trusting the universe, you know, really let it flow and just, just, just enjoy the journey. Because what the, what's the point to think of tomorrow if the app's going to make it not a good or not? Because nobody knows the future. So I figured, you know, like all those teachings, they would say that, live in a moment and don't worry too much about the future, if it's going to be good or not, because nobody knows. I mean, all the books I read, I mean, 99% of those successful people all meditate. You mm. know, this, there's a reason why. We got to clear our mind. We got to empty those thoughts that don't need to be there so that it's clear. So what you actually want to manifest, you can put it in there and get that, get it, right? Mm. Most people, what they do, the first, like the, Dr. Joe said, they pick up their phone and look at their, their feed and mm. feeding all that bad negativity. You never get what you want in your dreams, you know? So it's really have to reprogram our mind. Three years ago, you know, you weren't doing this stuff. That's why your life was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not happy. I was, was doing good, but I was not happy. Mm. I was keep being to a direction that was not the right direction, you know? And uh, 
actually when I started becoming spirituality more, I mean the spiritual aspect, I didn't know about it before, I didn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But with all the teaching and everything and yoga, I started to, to look into that more and when I understand that concept, I, I believed in it. I was like, that makes sense. And um and adding those two together really made me grow faster, you know. I'm still I mean, I won't say I'm religious, but I know that I understand as a higher power now. I get it. Before, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was about. I never read about it. Nobody told me what it was. So I just didn't know. But now I understand the, the core concept that we are human living, I mean, soul living a human experience. So now that I understand that, it just changed my, my, my mindset so big with that one because now I feel like the life is a game. That we're just soul living this human experience. So it doesn't matter what happened. Just when you learn, if something doesn't work out, then it's okay. It's just learning. It's a game. And then just learn from it. And just tomorrow is a different day, different game. Continue mm. the journey. Instead of always like, uh, you know, holding on to those, those bad things that happen to you and just, who cares? It happens, let it go and keep going. And this is what I like now. It's living life like it's a video game, like a, a game that, you know, just, we're just happy to be here, you know? Before I was depressed, complaining. This is the reason in the beginning I couldn't put myself on camera because I never liked to be on camera because the ego was always saying like, what are people going to think? They're going to say this of you. And so it took me a while to actually be comfortable, like two years. You know, like now I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. Two years, I'm ready. Uh, let me show who I am and, and share my message finally. Like open my, my mouth and share what I have to say. I, I, want, I don't want to die with all this knowledge that I accumulated to reading books or listening to podcasts, you know, I want to share what I've learned. And this is what life is about. <laughs> not dying with your knowledge. Mm. That's selfish, right? From our conversations, notice that you mentioned you have ADHD, having ADHD when you were younger. How does that affect you as a teenager? And how did you find out you have ADHD? Well, like I didn't really know I had it as a kid until I started to think about my past, how, how I remember that, yeah, I was always, I could never concentrate in school, you know, school was hard, especially in France, France is so much harder than America, and like, after failing the first year or two, and, and also, like, my dad was not helpful either, he was always, because I was failing, my sister, I had two older sisters that were smarter than me, and was going good grades, and I always felt like I was a dumb one, you know, like, never get good grade, my dad would say I was stupid, saying things too, so really hurting me, and we didn't make me believe that it was me. So, so yeah, after like, I mean, failing one year, then I start to get like depressed, you know, not good in school. I hated school in France. So when the opportunity was to come to America to change it, to, uh, to try something different, that's why I really I came here because, the, yeah, I was not good in school there. You know, it was too hard. And it's weird that when I came to America, I really tried to change it. It's like, okay, let me be, get better. And I got better at school actually in America because the school here was easier somehow. <laughs> it's so weird that it was easier in America than in France. And I was able to uh, finish school. And I, yeah, that helped me after that. So for parents who are listening to this and they have ADHD kids, what sort of message did you want to give to them if their kids are not doing well at school like yourself, but you're very successful now and you are able to find your dreams? Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, we shouldn't see it as a curse, you know, like a disorder or something bad, you know, when we actually see that it's actually a superpower. It's actually people with that condition can be really successful. Like 
we talk about those famous people, like for example, Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer won what, 20, 23 gold medals. You had HGHD, right? Albert Einstein was one of them too. You had HGHD. Bill Gates, Michael Jordan, uh, what, Justin Timberlake in Australia. There's a lot of famous people that had that condition and, and still managed to be successful. But how they became successful was tapping into what they actually love and just channeling that HDHD energy into that instead and they became successful. And I feel this what I did too in my life was everything I did was being focused and doing it. But now that I found my passion, my purpose, I feel it's gonna be limitless. And I'm happy that I am HDHD. I'm gonna be focusing to this new dream, this new goal, and it's gonna go far until, you know, that's the thing, it's the magic of, of this condition. That's why we should just help our kid find what they're good at and just let them create. Because HDHD is about creativity too. A lot of those kids are just so creative and, and going to school is not for them. No, nobody is meant to be, be learning in school and become a doctor or a lawyer and just go to school for 20 years, you know? Some kids are just good at different things. We just let them explore themselves. We just gotta be witnessing them and just helping them find themselves, but not judging them for, for not being smart enough like the other kids. And I feel like when we start to understand that, that everybody's different and just really understand that the mind of everybody is different. And we, the thing is, the magic is, is trainable. We can change it. But first, we got to see what the problem is and, and accept it. And whatever it is, it is. It's still changeable. Yeah, because I find a lot of ADHD people are quite creative. And I think that's one of the reasons why the work you're doing now, um, you are so into it as well, because it's, it's an art form as well that you're creating yeah, movies and my, my my creative part of it because before i i really didn't express myself creatively i never thought i was good enough like i, I always had that judgment of myself but my sisters they are super they, they, they're super good at art and creative and i always said like my art was never good enough compared to theirs so i was like say oh, i'm not good but i always wanted i always had the drive i always had the the, the joy of drawing and making art but always a judgment the ego but now i'm like okay now i find a medium that i like that I can express myself and um and uh, and people like it you know so that's what i'm doing now i mean it took me what i'm i was 35 or 36 until i found that passion you know that's why it's never too late you don't have to find your passion when you 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 teenager nobody knows it takes time but just go try all those things that we like you know it's the only way you find it there's a lot of research about ADHD and meditations. So this is for like, you know, viewers that's um, adults, teenagers as well. They find it's very hard to concentrate at school. How is it that you able to continue and be disciplined and commitment with your meditations? As it's, you know, it's quite hard for us because I have ADHD as well. Is that because of the mind movie combining with the meditations? Everything is a discipline and the repetition. Like mm -hmm. I feel like my body now, my mind's got used to meditation that if I sit still, it just knows, okay, it's meditation time. And then the task kind of goes away. It just took time. I mean, yeah, two, two years now, yeah. So that's the thing I would say. So did your meditations or yoga the tai chi started before you started the mind movie i started everything at the same time this is the the, the thing with me was i came to california I was like, let me do everything that people say is good to do and just try it all so i did tai chi 
Tachi class and then yoga class on the same week. I did everything and just meditation. I went to a try like um, float tank. When you go inside, it's just like a Epsom salt. You just float because they say when you go to those, it helps meditate easier because you deprive yourself from your senses. So you just dare your mind and just pitch, pitch black. Tried those two for like a, for a month. I loved it. It was different. But uh, yeah, I try everything possible that, that will help me calm down my mind and understand this meditation. Because in the beginning, I sat down and meditated, but I didn't know what I was doing it right. I just sat down and just the time went by. I was happy. Right? It's been 10 minutes. <laughs> so I start off with your books that you've read and everything that you've read all said about meditations. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you try many, many tools, different tools to see if you can quiet the mind down, even though you know you have ADHD. I just want to find something that works and just keep learning and reading and trying until I find something that, you know, that, that worked and reading more books that mm-hmm. tells about how, how hard meditation is. It's not something you can pick up in one day. You know, all those monks, all those, everybody that meditate, it takes time. It's, it's an art, you know. But once you can master part of it, you, you, life is beautiful because you don't have those thoughts anymore, right? Yeah, because I find with ADHD, a lot of people take medications as well and mm-hmm. they find like their life, it's very hard because other people that they live with or their partner don't understand their mind is constantly running and they don't have the tools to be able to quiet down. So meditations and you and me are one of the people and there's many others around proves that meditation does work and it does work for people who have ADHD and you can quiet the mind down, but it's, it's harder for us because we have to try so many different tools to find the right one that works for us. And there's no one for all. So do you find with meditation, it helps you when you editing the videos? Meditation does help me like, like empty the mind before mm. I start the project. That way I don't have all those thoughts. Mm. But, um, but most of the time when I, cause I, I really enjoy doing the movies, it just flows. So I don't even know what I'm doing sometimes to question myself. When I do it, I just do it. But back in the days, it would be different. I would do something be like, mm, that's not good. Let me try something else. But now I was like, no. I felt like follow your intuition, they would say, right? If it feels right, just this is right, mm-hmm. right? This is what I'm doing now. I really follow my intuition when I create something. And just follow my gut feeling. It's good, you know? Your Tai Chi, I think you were saying that it helps you with the breathing technique. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. sort of breathing technique did you do in Tai Chi when you first started? That was pretty much my first class in Tai Chi. And then uh, I learned about abdominal breathing which is normal breathing actually is called, which is uh, breathing from your ab- abdomen. It's uh, breathing through your nose, into your nose and out to your nose only, never using the mouth. So the, the master said to um, put a tongue, your tongue under the palate so that no air can come out of your mouth. And I start, after I learned that, I did that, I still do it now. I have a habit not to put my tongue be- behind my teeth so that only air comes from my nose. I learned to breathe from my stomach. So when you breathe in, your stomach expands. When you breathe out, your stomach goes in like a balloon. So when you watch a, a newborn breathe, this is how they breathe. This is the normal breathing. But with time, you got, we got stress and we, we learn to breathe the wrong way with the chest. So most people breathe from the chest. And this is why I feel that people can, like, cannot meditate because they don't have enough breath because the, the breath is too shallow. They maybe have only two seconds in and out, which is too short. 
So now I can go longer is um, because I train my, my breathing. I can go 10 seconds out, even longer sometimes. I try to only get like three breaths a minute sometimes before I meditate. It's the best way to meditate faster. Because I feel to meditate, to meditate faster actually is, is really to um, control your breath in the beginning. That's why control the breath and the heart. So slowing down the heart and slowing down your breath. Those in combination will help you meditate faster. And Tai Chi will help me to, to breathe correctly now. Now I can breathe correctly. And every way you look at it, even in, in, uh, in yoga, the breath is the same thing. It's the number one thing. They call it life. Prana is called, is called the breath, which is life. Without breath, you die, you die. So it's the most important thing of life, you know. And really, when I got that concept of the breath, uh, a story was about, like, for example, how dogs breathe, right? They breathe fast, like, <laughs> how long they live? 10, 15 years, that's it. Because they have short breath. When you compare it to a, um, a turtle, they breathe like one breath every three minutes. They live hundreds of years. That's why human is important to, to breathe correctly. Because most of us are trying to breathe, breathe from our mouth, which is the wrong way. Because you look at animals, no animal breathe from their mouth. It's, it's, it's natural to breathe from the nose only. Only from when you like try to exhale some air, but to be relaxed is what's from the nose. And when you learn the practice of breathing normally from your nose 24 seven, this is when you can be calm because I have no stress anymore because I know how to breathe. Every time the stress comes along is when, is when your breath is too shallow and your heart is being too fast. So when I feel that way, I just relax and just breathe in and then breathe out. I do that for about like five times. And after that, it just goes away. And this is what I learned from, from Tai Chi pretty much. With Tai Chi and yoga, for someone who hasn't done that before or they only do yoga, can you explain a little bit different between the two and the benefit of it, just briefly? So both, are, uh, I mean, the breath is the most important part of both you know, martial art or yoga. Yoga is more like energy that you manifest from the outside in. And Tai Chi is more like the energy that is inside your body already that you're controlling within you. So you can actually control it. You can actually uh, move your energy any way you want. Let's say you have a blockage on your legs. You can actually move that energy down. Both practice is about being grounded and breathing. They're both similar, but different. But at the end of the day, it's the same story. It's managing your breath for relaxation. Tai Chi, that's why when you see people like moving and like, doing like Tai Chi on the street, on the, on the, at the park, is they moving breath to movement. They just, every breath just flows. That means they're present. They're just flowing with this, the, the, their breath to go each movement. And this is how you, you get calm. Moving help you, help, actually helps you come faster. Instead of just sitting still and trying to you know, stay still, by learning to, to move like um, intentionally and with your breath, it just makes you meditate. This is why Tai Chi is so popular in China and see how many people are doing it because it's the one thing that helps them calm their mind down. I feel like yoga is more about getting your energy to flow evenly in your body to, to uh, because of um, our muscles are not like a stretch, need to be stretched out. And if you don't stretch out, then there's a blockage of energy. And yoga helps the blocking those, 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 those blockage. Because we have an even flow everywhere. This is when your blood and you, uh, you, the air flows evenly. And this is how your body stay calm and, and not stressed. So it's really to manage the breath and the heart 
even uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that breath and heart coherence. When those two matches is when everything happens perfectly. There's no stress, there's nothing happening. Those really help me manage my breath and manage everything else. So it was a good thing that I did both, you know, try, really try both and really learn both of them. And this is why I feel like uh, people should really look into those things and that people say works about, I mean, breath works and all those things related. And one day I really want to invent something. I'm going to incorporate yoga and touch it together because whatever I learned that works for me, I'm going to share what I've learned. Because even though it's, it's different, uh, different, uh, different practice, a lot of those things are similar. So it's finding the similarity and, and combining different things together to make it a different art form and something that's easier and just more efi- efficient for people to meditate. That's why I feel it's, it's important to find. And also incorporating our break worth too, like Wim Hof, you know, the Wim Hof technique is good too. So a lot of those are, are similar too. In yoga, we do the same thing. There's some breath work that we do just like Wim Hof. Technically, the same in, in different areas. So in three words, how would you describe meditation? Meditation, I would say like peace, peace, calm, and happiness, right? Because when you actually reach that state of like meditation, you just, you're just in bliss, you're just happy to be there. Yeah, so if you want to be happy, learn to meditate. This is what's going to help. It's going to make it better. <laughs> is there any example that you could share that meditations or, you know, quantum movie has helped you in your life? Yes, uh, it really helped me be, be more calm and, and, um, and just accepting what it is, you know, and just there's nothing else you can do and just accepting the present, whatever happened, and finding the similar lining in everything. That's what I like to do now. Everything that's bad is not bad. There's always something good into it. And when I start to think that way, life is better. Like you think like, oh, it happened for a reason. It was, I learned from this and then let it go. And that's, that's what meditation really taught me is to, to be more calm and more peaceful. And, and everything got related to that, to the spirituality aspect of it too, you know, by learning about us, about being human and just living this life happily. Because they say heaven is the way on earth. You just got to see it, but we don't see it. So now I see it kind of like, okay, I see it. It's the best place to be right now, you know? You've been reading a lot of books and you were saying before that you, is it a whole year that you did one, did book, one a week? book a week? Yeah. Book a week. I, mean, I, still, I still do that many. I feel, I feel like I still do one book a week. Can you give some example of some of your favorite book that you feel that has changed your life or that, you know, got you started? I think you mentioned Dr. Joe book before. Is there any other books that really jump out for you and what's happening, you know, in the last three years that one book a week has changed you what sort of things do you notice the most one of the book that i really that I started with first was called uh, the code of the extraordinary mind that's from a uh, vision Makiani, mind body ceo founder so that one i really relate to him so that was the first one i read and after that dr joe came after that actually um becoming supernatural that really got me to think differently about the mind and how we can mold our future and from that, after that, I want to read more about something spiritual. So um, I got recommended this book called The Seed of the Soul. And that one really opened my mind to, into like um, about the human experience and how we, we're all here to remember what we, we forgot and learning life, you know. And also Edgar Tolle, the power of now to be more present and 
with those books, I feel was was very impactful into the way I live now. And I still read those books more and more. Like I have on Audible's, those books are, are the ones that I actually listen more than once. Like Egor Tolle or The Serial Soul, I listen to those like five or six times, you know, to really get the message. And uh, so that's the book that I, I, I started with. Well, after reading, like, I think now I'm over maybe 80 or 90 books that I've, I've, I've listened to or read. And all the books after having that many, read that many, the stories are the same, the message is the same. So the thing is, once you start reading more books, you're going to start to understand life with different goggles because especially when you see it through different people's eyes, you understand that you know, your life or my life is, is similar to them. So there's nothing to be worried about. It's normal. And this is why now I'm so, so confident about life because I understand how life can be, you know, how difficult it can be, but also how rewarding it can be when you do the right thing and, and for your purpose or passion. So after I learned that, I just now it's really hard for me to be angry or sad because I know that everything can be changed. And just, yeah, so that's why books, books is so important, you know. I hated books before, but now I love them. Every time I'm reading, I'm so excited because I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to change my life and I'm going to share something new for somebody. Mm-hmm. And now that's why I said books is the best thing. And with the two we have, you don't have to read anymore. Just can listen to them, you know. So do you find like every time you listen to a book again, you take in different messages? Yes, exactly. You always, always, because the book is so long. It's like, I mean, hours sometimes. And, and like, like we have that condition. Sometimes we don't get the right information on time. And that's what's important to listen more than once. You know, I feel like one time is not enough. You might get some like little, you know, little, little seed, little nuggets there. But to really understand the concept, you need to go one than once. How did you got interested in doing that? So from an interview that I saw, they were talking about, you know, leaders are readers and that, the, you know, the, the, the most successful CEO read one book a week. I was like, all right, let me try it. And uh, that's how I started really to, because that was a point I wanted to change. So I wanted to change everything. Everything that I didn't do, I wasn't going to do. I, re- I hated books. I'm going to love books now. And we changed our mindset, you know. Because obviously, after 35 years of doing what I did before, it was just okay. It wasn't that great. So I feel like there was a better way. So now I was really digging to the thing that successful people do, and books was one of them. And I really believed in it. Okay, let me, let me really try this time to, to get those messages in those books. Yeah, 50 books a year, one in the first year, I think. That was good. That was a good, good, good challenge that I actually did. And and continue now. I love those books now. Every 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 week I have like I'm excited to find a new one or, or listen to a new one. Always learning, like because I love driving now because I hated driving before, but now with traffic, and especially in LA, I love it. I'm like, okay, so it's an hour drive. I listen listen to my book for one hour, and I get excited to actually go on road on the road, you know, because using that dead space when people just sit in the car just doing nothing and listen to music or complain about traffic. I'm going, I'm listening, and I'm learning. It's the best thing. So you use every um, minutes of your day doing things that you enjoy and love. That's the mm-hmm. one thing I want people to realize as well. It's not just meditations. You're retraining your brain to enjoy every minutes of things that you're doing. And if there's something that you don't like that you'd have to do, then you find a way that you actually can enjoy that particular things that you don't like, like driving, like you said. 
enjoy the task that we don't like sometimes, be more present, you know. Even like doing dishes sometimes, you, you just don't like it, but you're just present doing it. You can just have fun doing it. Just Everything can be fun, you know, but we make it not fun in our mind. And we, we, we the must have a mind. It's something we really don't like, just then don't do it. <laughs> do something else. Imagine with audibles, you can multitask a little yeah. bit. You can still listen, but doing something you don't like. And you still can listen and, and learn and, and get that permission. Back then, with these books only, you really had to, to sit there and read and, and focus that time into reading that book. So now we have a, a good tool. Master user, you know, it's, it's there for us to use. How did you come across Dr. Joe Dispenza's work and his books? Okay, so during my, my self-development journey in the beginning, I, uh, I came upon this channel, um, Tom Bayou, with the impact theory. And he invited uh, Dr. Joe on the show. So I watched the interview and I, and I loved it. I just loved all the things he talked about. And he, uh, he, came, he was on the show because he has his book, presenting his book. So after the show, I just went and got the book. And this is how I started with Dr. Joe. What's your favorite book from Dr. Joe? Is that the Supernatural or is there yeah, anything else? Placebo, I like it too. It makes a lot of sense. You know, those two are good. But that's only two that I have. Have you done his workshop? Um, and if you did, what's your experience with it? Hmm. Yeah, I've done his workshop. I mean, after reading his book and then doing his workshop, it was actually better. Because sometimes the book you read it is like so much detail, so much like scientific things in there that you kind of get lost into it. But when you, go, you listen to the workshop and watch him and explain every single detail, then you get it better. And then in the live event, also nice too, when he actually do the meditation there, you get all the energy. He feels good. So yeah, those two in combination was a, was a good thing. Uh, I really love to, um, I love going to workshop. I feel like it's the best way to, to learn and get the energy and connect with people. And especially seeing people that actually want to heal and grow that you're not the only one. That's why I love, I love the energy in workshops. So with your quantum movie, the first one that you had, was it Dr. Joe um, Dispenser one that you created? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about it? Um, is that inspire you from the book or um, his meditations? Or how did you got into the quantum movie, the mind movie stuff? Yeah, that was, that was from his book, from like the thing that he says in there. And uh, I just put like kind of summarize the thing he says about the space and the nothing, no time. And, and they said, I started with that, that my movie and after that, I just start to put the things that can relate to me. That's what was like Paris in there. And then I put places I want to go, you know, Bali and all those places, exotic places, nice penthouse, apartment. That's how I started the first one. Is there any meditations from Dr. Joe that you um, really like? Uh, the one with the energy center, that was a good one. How has Dr. Joe works changed your life? I feel like it changed a lot because it really changed me from, from who I am today, you know, really finding my true self. Before I didn't know who I was, you know, especially watching my movies, it was about material stuff or a lot of different things that now it doesn't matter to me. Now I really find what really matters, you know, to me in life, you know, and and it's really going through the teaching and, and the self-discovering through, through this teaching that you can actually go deep and find who you are. And, and that helped, you know. Now I know who I am and, and I'm, I'm excited that 
because of him that I'm, I'm doing a quantum movie. That's, that's a proof that it worked for me and um, changing my life. I want to change people's life, do the same thing. Is there anything else you would like to share? I feel like we, we can all change the way we live, you know? We, we shouldn't be stuck living a life you're not happy with. You know, when we realize that everything comes from the mind, that unhappiness, you know, those bad feelings can be changed. It's just like a, a, you know, flip of the thoughts, but it's learning how to do it. And it's, it's tools out there. And I want to be here to help people, you know, showing what I've been through and help and, and sharing the tools that I learned and making new tools too that are going to help people. And this is what my, my purpose I feel is now is using my gift into in helping others get enlightened and, and open their mind and eyes into living a life that they deserve, you know. We all deserve to be happy. And it's possible. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you. Well, good luck with your um, launch and everything that's happening. And thank you again for um, creating this wonderful, wonderful movies for the world out there. It helps a lot of people, myself as well, and my family. And I know it would be great because anything that we put out that's good and helping other people will come back to us in a you know abundant way so thank you so much thank you you're welcome it's a pleasure i'm just loving doing it though you know having fun doing it this is the best part you know with no expectations <laughs>